Hello, everyone. Before we start the show, I just want to point you in the direction of our Patreon page, www.patreon.com slash you're in a child is an idiot slash donate slash gift. Don't <laughs> slash reward program. Those last, ignore those last three <laughs> folders within folders. The, the file. Um, that's where, if you like our show, you can pitch us a little bit of money per episode and uh, you can get nice little prizes. That you know you can look into on the page itself. That's it. the power of the internet. The information's already there. I don't even have to do this commercial because that's where the information is on the website. Well done. Patreon.com slash your child is an idiot. Slash file slash reward. <laughs> and now on with the show. <laughs> Kids, no, there is no theme song, right? Damon, Damon, I shrunk the podcast. What would that mean? Like a mini cast? It's like two minutes long. Like, yeah, honey, I shrunk the kids. It was okay, honey. I, <laughs> hun, <laughs> hun, shook it. <laughs> Welcome to Your Inner Child is an Idiot, the podcast where we revisit things from your childhood and see if they're any good. I'm DJ. Hello, I am Damon. Hello, nice. DJ. It's nice to meet you. Nice introduction. Thank you. Of yourself. I, you know what I like about it? It was natural. Yeah. It it's had truth. Just how you talk. I'm just living my truth. How you doing? Uh, hey. Uh, first off, thanks for asking. Yeah. I'm doing fine. I built something with my own two hands and t- Tyler's hands as well this weekend, which always you makes me feel. Built something with Tyler's hands? Yeah. Okay. It was like, well, I skinned his hands and I made a nice oh, lampshade. Um, no, we built some raised beds for gardens. Excellent. Which I am not good with woodworking. Except for some kind of Oh, hey, And And I, uh, anytime I accomplish even the smallest tasks, I'm so enormously proud of myself yeah. that I can coast on that for like a good solid week. So I'm probably the next time you're at my house, I'm like, Hey, you want to check on these square foot gardens I got? I just want to let you know that I built them. So. You want some rosemary? Rosemary. I also <laughs> start trilling my R's inexplicably. See, I always do a very poor job because I am an inside boy. And, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and so then whatever I complete, you know, when I complete the task, every time I see it for the rest of my life, I get furious because I oh because it's so poorly executed because I've ruined it ruined. <laughs> uh, I get like that as well when I do. I'm like, oh, there you are because it just means that like, drawing I did in third grade. Yeah, <laughs> rearing your fucking head again. My torso work used to be so bad. My drawings. All my people had their arms behind their back. Arms are hard. Yeah, and feet. Forget uh, it. all those digits. All the digits. So. Today we're talking about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, 1989? Yeah, 88 or 89. No, no, false, because it has a short for Roger Rabbit before it, which 89 was Roger Rabbit's year, or 88 was Roger Rabbit's year, so it couldn't be 89. I think it's 90. It might be actually just 90. We'll see. Hmm. Uh, Around that range. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to a fact check. 1988 and now. Um... So this was a movie Give you that... a wide berth on that one. So, the, now let me get this straight. If I recall the premise correctly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard because the, the title is really convoluted and it's hard to... The, the title is written from the perspective of the dad, Rick Moranis, mm-hmm. speaking to his wife, Honey. Heretofore yeah. here referred to as it's Honey. It's the story of Bosco and Honey, old Warner Brothers <laughs> cartoon characters. And he, um, you know, the, the, he's, he's saying the titular, to the titular Honey, he's saying... Right. <laughs> I shrunk the kids. Now, there's some controversy. Were they his kids? Should it indeed be, I shrank the kids? Oh, because I have shrunk the kids. Is that the proper usage? I don't know. Can we get a grammarian on the phone? Is there a grammarian in the house? (laughs) 
Was that a lead into a skit? Was I supposed to have prepared something beforehand? Yeah, you're supposed to be the grammarian. Uh, yeah. Um, is grammar is that even a word? I've said it three times now, so it seems like a word. A grammarian or grammariatrix, I believe, are the proper. <laughs> now, a group of them terms. is a gackle. Yeah, a gaggle a- of grammarians. <laughs> I said gackle. <laughs> That's that's sure. Why not? I'll say it again. Gackle. Now it's a thing. Um, I honestly remember probably more about the ride at Disney of this. Oh one. yeah, they had. Was it a ride or was it like it was one like of those a movie where you're just in a theater? Yeah, it was like a 4D where they like spit water at you. Right. Um, so also known as filler theme park filler. Hey, watch it. <laughs> My dad. <laughs> my dad was a seat filler <laughs> at the uh, Tony's. Because I remember at one point the dog sneezes on you and you get sprayed. And this oh. was, I was like eight. I think I remember this. It was over by Epcot, wasn't it? In Epcot, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. different now. I think it's like a cartoon, uh, a like it's Mickey Mouse, like Lilo and Stitch sneezes on you now. No, I think it's like a like they start with showing like old timey Disney cartoons, but then they come out like a three D. Mickey and Donald come out of the screen or something. It was fine. It was All cute. Right. It was a okay, cute fine. You know what? Fine. For some reason, there's not a hunger for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids uh, related. Although there were that. multiple sequels. Yeah, because there was... Oh, Honey, that, we, yeah. Honey, We Blew Up the Baby. Yeah, that's the second one. Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, direct-to-video release. Ooh, and then Honey, I Blew Up the Audience is the ride. Oh, the, is the, it? The, yeah, I remember that. And there or was shrunk, also a TV series. Was there really? Yeah. Whoa. You're probably wondering if the original cast came to reprise their roles. They did not. Oh, I was like, wait, what? Busy. Rick Moranis was busy not doing film or TV. Uh, He was busy with his wife dying. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why he quit movies. I didn't know that. I think you can, you owe Rick Moranis. Mr. Moranis, uh, first of all, big fan. Uh, (laughs) Are you? I loved you in Ghostbusters, and to a lesser extent, Ghostbusters too. <laughs> uh, didn't watch SCTV very much, but seems fine. Yeah. Um, also, your country album that you released a few years ago was weird. I'll take it, did says Rick not, Moranis. Did not know about any of your personal struggles, and I apologize if I said anything to offend you. Yeah, he left to go like help with his kids after his wife died, and then he realized uh, that he didn't... I think he was on Mark Maron recently, and somewhat recently, and he yeah. said, I didn't miss it, so I just never came back. That's fair. I was like, yeah, I, I'm always fascinated when someone's like, yeah, I was in movies, then I stopped yeah. And I'm like, wow. Have you been, didn't like fade away into nothingness. You actually just like, I wanted to be a veterinarian. I took my $30 million <laughs> and I somehow was able to survive. And I that. did okay. Yeah. I literally got a 1% return per year and was able to live <laughs> on it. Uh, this has been Stockcast <laughs> with Damon and Dee. Celebrity stocks. Um, do you remember? I do. I mostly because I was a crazy. Roger Rabbit fan, so anytime there was a short, there were, I think, three shorts that came out in the following years, and the first one came with Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, which, okay. uh, you know, I went to see, but it also, like, looked like fun. Yeah. And uh, I remember enjoying it as a kid, but it's not one I've seen now, and I'm curious. I actually literally don't know what to expect. Yeah. If it will be funny at all, it will be, like, sort of funny, or if it'll be super dated and unfunny and just, like, a high-concept, you know, piece of shit. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, I don't I don't really have a lot of expectations. I mean, I like Rick Moranis. Mm-hmm. Uh, you like honey. I like honey. I don't remember, like, who the kids are. I think I conflate it a little bit with, like, the Goonies, like, that, like, any of those, like, kids. There's a Goonies vibe. Group of kids movies. There's the kid from Big... Oh, okay. Um, and then there's others. A hottie. There's a hottie guy and a pretty girl. And then there's a young nerdy kid. Right. That's the son of Rick Moranis. I remember that. Right. Yeah. The the woman and the nerdy kid are Rick Moranis's kids. Okay. And then the other so two like guys are with the neighbors. Okay. Have I told you about our crazy, crazy neighbor? Well, here is it Kramer. No, not here, uh, in my childhood, growing up. In uh, your childhood. This is actually a crazy story. So I'm not going to say his name, although when I tell you his name off the air, you'll be like, yeah, that's perfect. So 
there was like a, a, a couple and then I don't know if they had more than one kid, but they definitely had one kid that was my sister's age. So like four years older than me. And he was a bit of a bully. Like he yeah. would like, come, he would, we were like cool enough that he would sometimes come over when we were younger, but like we never liked it when he came over and he would like hit my sister in the face with a snowball and there'd be this big thing. <laughs> right. But his like, like somehow he got into your outer circle of friends. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, it was just like proximity. He was right, right there. And then they had like, um, his parents were like not cool. They were like, like always yelling at each other and stuff. And then there was one night where they were in a fight, and I'm pretty sure that the dad was like drunk out of his mind or uh-huh. or worse. And he, they were like, I don't know if she threatened him with divorce. I, you know, you hear the story, but I don't. Yeah, and I was also like, you know, six at the time. So, uh, but he literally started a chainsaw and began to cut the house in half. This is at probably 11 p.m. On That's like deranged. And so, like, all we hear is like. And it's like we were in bed, and we all woke up, and we we're like, "What? How neighbor are they? Are they like they're like right next, next door? Year? Yeah, our next door neighbors. That's all the story. I want. All right, and then they shrunk their kids. And they shrunk their kids. Yeah, I thought that was going to lead more to more memories in my mind, but that's all I can remember. That sounds terrifying, though. Yeah. Although it does remind me of our neighbor who was two houses over, but we lived in a cul-de-sac, so we were sort of like. We were still sort of, we were at the top of the cul-de-sac, so yeah. we sort of were within purview of everyone. And uh, she was having an affair, and they had like a huge blowout fight in their open garage. Like they had the door open while they were screaming, and it was just like you could hear like him screaming at her and her screaming at him. And like I think someone threw golf clubs at one point, and then she like oh, peeled out of the garage. It was crazy. Wow. They did not reconcile. (laughs) They uh, went on to actually uh, start a um, stock trading business together. (laughs) And this is back to celebrity (laughs) stocks. Um, So we're going to watch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. It was on Netflix, but it just recently came off uh, again. But it's on Amazon. Are we going to get to see Tummy Trouble, Roger Rabbit Tummy Trouble? I don't know. Maybe we could look that up. Dear God, I hope so. I'm sure it's on YouTube or something. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure Um, someone's ripped it. Am I right? Am I is that the correct word? Yeah, ri- ripped. Just burned it. Ripped, ripped that, it. Uh, burned it. Dot mov file. It. Yeah. Get a good um, so we're gonna watch that and uh, We'll be back in just a minute. Hey, do you like this podcast? I mean, you've made it this far into the episode. I hope that you do. Uh, I hope you're just not a sadist. If you don't. You know, just maybe just turn it off. It's fine. No need to write us, definitely. But if you do like it and uh, you want to throw a little money our way, you appreciate what we're doing, patreon.com slash your inner child is an idiot. There's rewards for different levels that you can give. A dollar per podcast. We'll put your name in the uh, notes if you... uh, In the old notes. (laughs) $5 more per per podcast. We'll uh, say your name at the end of the uh, credits. The old... Say your name at the end of the credits. And then there's other stuff. So check it out. Oh. Patreon.com slash your inner child is an idiot. Really saw what I was doing there and then really cut it short real quick. And Damon's the worst. <laughs> Back to the show. Stolen. Give me my money, says the estate of. I already forgot. Raymond Scott. Raymond no, Scott. No, no. Raymond Carver. No. No. George Washington Carver. The peanut. He invented the peanut and that jazz song. Powerhouse. Power bod. Power. We are back. We watched Honey, I Shrunk. The kids. I have to have been shrunken. And it, uh, 1989's, mm. 1989's DJ was right, honey's <laughs> I shrunks the kids. Uh, okay, we're going to give you a quick recap. We're going to try and keep this liggity split. We're very bad at liggity? recapping. No, I said liggity. Sounded like liggity. We're going to keep the ligaments going here. <laughs> keep them loose. <laughs> we're going to. Achilles tendons. Try to nice re- and loose. recap uh, in an expedient fashion. So. Uh, Damon, act one, set it up for me. How about I do all three acts? That's fine. Uh, so, uh, the, the Zelenskys, the Zelenskys, uh, the father is an inventor. He's invented a shrinking ring yep. that, uh, doesn't seem to work. 
when the obnoxious neighbor kid knocks a baseball in there, activates the thing, and gets in the way of the machine's laser, causing it to function properly through a series of misadventures that all four kids, the two Zelensky kids and the two next-door neighbor Thompson kids, get the Thompson twins. Shranken. Mm-hmm. Am I right there? I think. I think I'm right. I think it's Shredunk. Shrunkenated. And uh, then are accidentally thrown out by a uh, resentful Wayne Zelensky. And then they have to make their way back across the yard mm-hmm. and where they finally get back to their parents and are unshrunken. Yes. Unshredunk. That's. That Roll is, credits. That is pretty much it. Also, uh, two teenagers like bump uglies at some point. They do not b- bump uglies. They kiss. They bump pretties in the course of the movie. Their faces. Yeah. And bump uglies, presumably, after the credits have rolled. Okay. How about yeah, that? I'll take that. Can we agree take on that? It. Yeah. Shake. <laughs> shake on it. <laughs> That's the sound of our handshake. <laughs> Sounded more sexual than necessary. Uh, yeah, you pretty much got it. We've got the Salinskis. We got Wayne, who's the dad, and then we've got Nick Moran, who I call Lil Wayne, <laughs> Wheezy to his friends. We've got Amy, who's the sister. Diane, the mom, who's almost useless. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, as a character, and we got yeah, sure. Quark the dog. Quark the dog. We've got Big Russ and Lil Russ. Yep. What's the obnoxious one's name? Ron. It's either Ron or Rod. I'm not sure. I could have done without him. I think it's Ron. And then May. Who's Um, May? That's the 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 mom. The honey. The the titular honey. No. I I feel like honey is the is the mom. Diane is the like. Oh, so Diane is the honey. Yeah. And May is the uh, is Russ's. She's the it's semaphore May. (laughs) Oh yeah. Okay. Best line of the movie. It is the one of the. I think I had three laugh lines. One being it's semaphore May. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't remember the others. Oh, that's. Oh, I did like. Um, no, no. If they were blown up, there would be pieces of the kids everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, and a third one as I actually don't mind the French class joke. So. Oh Go yeah. Go fuck yourself. Because he uh, the so at some point uh, Amy sinks into a puddle of mud. Not to be confused with the band Puddle of Mud. Yeah, um, they're both disgusting, but this puddle of mud is preferable. And uh, take that puddle of mud. <laughs> the neighbor kid, Little Russ, uh, the older brother takes uh, saves her and then gives her mouth to mouth resuscitation. Right, and, correct. And, and then uh, Nikki, he, Nikki, the little brother asks, "Where did you learn that?" And he says. French class. And then that, and then the kid goes, huh? And then the last line of the movie, the movie closes out in a classic cartoon iris, Mm -hmm. reopens to have Nikki go, oh, wait, I get it. French class. And then he laughs. And that's how he learned about sex. That was one of your laugh lines? I mean, I want. (laughs) It's not a laugh heavy movie. Oh, wait. No. The other one is Rick Moranis uh, trying to explain to the cops that, uh, no, they don't have oh, yeah. any missing kids. They're in the backyard. And then his wife faints. And then he turns back to the cops to say, she's w-, And then he just, just sort of closes the door. closes the door. Yeah, okay. That was pretty funny. So there you go. Those are my three laugh lines. Yeah, I'll give you those. I will the not movie g- runs an hour and a half. So those are my three, each per act, <laughs> laugh lines. Um, let's see. Do you want to hit some highlights? What else? There was... Uh, We've got, so, when, uh, the whole point of the shrink You were asking me if I wanted, and then you went ahead with the, uh, you want to... Do you want to, sorry. I mean, were, I didn't, you might have been addressing yourself. I mean, it's absolutely so fine. When no, you, go ahead. When you pause, this is an audio podcast, Damon. So, when you pause, <laughs> it seems as if you're not going to say anything, and I just jump right in. Yeah, yeah, okay. We could do a Terry Gross style where we just let the silence breathe. If you oh, know. yeah, and then you say something funny, and then I respond with, that's funny. Gulp. Now, That's- Judd Apatow, um, I just, <laughs> I'd just like to address something real quick. I noticed in one of your movies that there's a lot of uh, men in it, and that's funny. Next, we're going to have a lesbian on to discuss her new book, Learning to Love Myself. A lesbian. <laughs> just a lesbian. Just a lesbian. I remember one time I had a friend, I won't name them, on Facebook um, complain that uh, Terry Gross never had any 
uh, queer representation on her show. And within that week, there were at least three queer people on. And I resent that friend about it every day. Every time I see them post on Facebook, I'm like, God damn it. I'm still mad about it. Did you post like a guest list on there? No, I didn't because I just can't with Facebook arguments. But so that's why it just slowly eats me from the inside out. So Facebook is such a waste of time that you just let it consume you from the inside. Yes, that's right. That makes sense. Welcome (laughs) to 2017. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Damon, no, no, no. You were saying something about the shrink ray. I'd love to hear it. Well, this is one of like the I have like three notes on this movie, (laughs) and uh, one of them was the the rage and then immediate cleanup of (laughs) Wayne Zelensky. So he creates this shrink ray because it's like going to make him a million dollars or something. He wants like a grant for funding or something. He's trying to sell it for space travel because it'll make the payload smaller. It won't make them lighter if we're being sciencey here, but whatever. Let's not be sciencey. Yeah. Um, So he, it, he shows the diagram and they're like, what's your proof? And, and, so he gets kind of laughed out of the room. And so he's Which mad. seems valid. Kind of, except for, like, if he wasn't supposed to bring a working thing, then why would he? But, I mean, expect- he's never had a successful, you know, execution of this, yeah, that's true. this thing. So it's like, what is your presentation about how I've failed so many times? Well, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, it'd be like a theoretical thing, like a TED sure. Talk on the possibility of it or something. But like, one day we'll find a cure for cancer. It'd be like, well, where is it? It's like, no, <laughs> I'm saying fucker. these are the... Anyway, um, I just yell at TED Talks. That's what I do with my, my time. So he gets home from this symposium, and he's upset, and he takes a, a bat or something, some hard implement to, to his machine, and he's, like, destroying it. And, of course, the kids are in the room still, so they're dodging screws and... While mostly, screaming, hey, Dad, it works, it yeah. works. And uh, so he destroys it, essentially, and then immediately sweeps it up. <laughs> which <laughs> well, I you know, was funny. you get angry, and then you, like, sort of calm down, just sort of reach another, you know, yeah. you reach your oh, inner cool. calmness, and then you're like, I guess I better sweep up. He's rage cleaning. And then, of course, that's, <laughs> that's how the kids end up on the other side of the yard. That was really what it was like. we got to get these kids in the yard, or otherwise they're just in the attic the whole movie. Let's talk about... Wait, I want to say something about that symposium because yes. it does have my favorite line reading in, in the movie. Okay, the guy. It's unintentionally funny. Yeah. It reminds me of a line that my friend Bethany in college would laugh at because it was so ridiculous, ridiculously read at least, where this guy yeah. who's just haranguing Wayne Zielinski from the audience. Right. He's like, the only thing you've successfully shrunk in this room is the size of your audience. I don't know about you, but I'm going to lunch. <laughs> I'm like, what are you so mad about? Lunch, I guess. So she would quote the lunch part of it. Well, just I don't know about you, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm going, going to, to lunch. I'm going to start using that. That maybe. guy was just like, I'm going to get. I have one line in this movie, and I'm going to make it yeah. memorable. I feel like there was that guy. The ones that stuck out stuck out in terms of uh, you know speaking small speaking roles. There was that guy, and then there was the female cop who just decided just decided <laughs> to do kind of a weird. I'm going to talk like this. It was like. Not quite an accent. It was just a weird reading. And right. it was just like, why are you doing that? It was why like she was playing like choice? a side character in Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. It was like, I'm going to incorporate this very nasally voice. It was really, it was strange. I don't know if it was somebody's friend or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're saying she didn't earn her part in the movie. I'm just saying, who does You're saying she slept her way to the top. Who do you got? The top being cop number two in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Who do you got to blow to get a speaking role (laughs) in this Disney movie? Um, Walt Disney. Let's talk about one of the most frustrating things as an adult watching Yes, you and I both uh, commented, uh, uh, once the kids are first shrunk and they get stuck in the uh, trash bag, they they escape out into the backyard. Little Nick, the nerdiest of the quartet, does uh, some calculations on his pocket calculator that he had in his pocket, so it shrunk with him. So you know, no questions asked there. That's fine. Um, and he says that I'll they're about it. a quarter of an inch. <laughs> they're about a quarter of an inch tall, and it's sixty-four feet to the back door. But you know, due to their size, to them it would be more like three miles. Yeah. So this which, this overnight adventure, which <laughs> takes them presumably. 12 hours, I would say. 12 hours at least is three miles. 
Yeah. Now, not that they don't run into some obstacles. They definitely do. But it's treated as if they're on this, like, do you know how slow you have to go to make three miles last that long? <laughs> yeah. They're not in the Andes. Like, they're... Uh, it was very frustrating. And all they had to do was... Just per- walk at a normal pace. Right. Well, or just lot, like... 45 minutes tops, three miles. Change the... All they had to do was change the math. I don't know if that's accurate. I'm not going to do the back of the napkin. Oh, you mean the, the screenwriter just had to yeah. change the math? All they had to do was be like, and later on, Wayne Zelensky says it's about 10 miles away. Right. Which is like still. Still not, not but enough. that's a little bit more. A little bit better. Solid. You know, run into obstacles, get diverted, get tired, you get hungry. I yeah. get it. 10 yeah. miles walking through. Unknown terrain. Or just, you know, like, give them a bigger yard or something, you know. Anything. But they explicitly pointed out that it was three miles, which really... Yeah, I mean... was frustrating. Definitely didn't notice that when I was a kid, though. I'll give them that. Sure, because anytime you're like, mom wants to go to Macy's, you're like, oh, by the end, you're just dragging along her ankles. I agree that, like, three miles is longer to a kid, but also... They were, like, walking the whole time. It's not like, yeah. I mean, I know they... And the, this house is, like, within view of them, like, through the grass yeah. blades. So it's like, you know where you're going. And now, the, what obstacles... This is probably my main complaint of the movie, maybe, okay. is that the plot seems very, like... It seems like a movie run by the prop master, because it's yeah. like, what can we build? I can build a bee for you, and yeah. I can build a giant cigarette. I can build a giant Lego. I can buy, build you a giant oatmeal cream pie and a giant ant robot puppet. What can you make out of that for a plot? And like, we got it. Thank you. It's very segmented. It just sort of goes from set piece to set piece. It's like piece. a video game. It's set up like a, yeah. like a level. Like that. Each each obstacle is like a boss of that level. So they're like climbing on the grass, and then they're like, oh, a bee kidnapped two of the guy, two of the uh, brothers. A swarm of bees. I mean, one bee picks them up, but I mean, a whole swarm of bees goes over at one point. Yeah. And then the most ridiculous thing, well, they also survive a lawnmower attack somehow, which is probably... There's an ant which they befriend. There's an ant they befriend who then gets killed by a scorpion in the yard. Yeah. Um, which was, that was a bridge too far for me. I was just like, oh, what is this doing here? Well, Why the is there mo- a scorpion in the backyard? Well, and then for a, a pretty decently long sequence, it's very much like Clash of the Titans with the, you've got the scorpion and then scorpion fighting the ant and they're all right. stop motion. Yeah, like, it was very Ray Howie, Harryhausen type yeah. you know, special effects. And it was, which kind of was, I mean, the, the special effects are, yeah, you know, it's 1989, you give them a lot of passes. They did, um, some of it is pretty good, like all the stuff that you can tell they just built a giant Lego or whatever, right. and it's like, yeah, that that's a giant Lego, there you go, good job. But like, that's the only, that's the only part that really kind of stuck out, and it wasn't that the CG was so bad, it was, but it was just that it was kind of out of place compared to the rest of it. Like, the, what, bee, the bee didn't bother me as much as the, the, uh... The battle sequence of the ant because because they built an ant and I didn't I, but, I it just seems so unnecessary I feel like you could have had a similar beat with that ant when they had to probably when they got to the end of the yard they could have had a goodbye moment with the ant we didn't need the ant to be killed by a scorpion yeah in suburban America I mean it's never established we assumed California uh, it was California because um, Wayne Zelensky has a Caltech sweatshirt on at one point but. It was really like, I've, I've seen like one scorpion in my life in Arizona. <laughs> I feel like there's scorpions in California. I mean, there are, but I, it just seems like, I mean, I feel like it was portrayed as like every town America. And it was right. like, oh, and by the way, there's a scorpion in the backyard. I'm like, hold your horses, honey. I shrunk the, um, I call it by its first name. I'm close with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they could have had that similar beat. Just the kids will have to abandon the ant at one point. They don't have to kill it. What um, giant things did you like the most and the least? You mean actual giant things they made? Yes. The idea of a giant Lego, sleeping in a giant Lego, sand scorpion attack. Yeah. Uh, Fantasy. Seems really fun. Yeah. And I feel like as a kid, I was like kind of into the oatmeal cream pie. Yeah. But now as an adult, I'm like, it's been out in the yard, you sick fucks. Yeah, What I are agree. you doing? I have the same exact... Get your hand- 
brains out of there. And also, I mean, again, with the same thing of it's three miles. At one point, they're like, oh, my God, I could eat a corn dog the size of a truck. If you ate a corn dog, it would be the size of a truck. And yeah. then I'm like, you've been in the yard for half an hour. <laughs> you like, sons what? of bitches. It's like 45 minutes. This is less than a trip to the local McDonald's. And then they're like, oh, here's where we're going to sleep for the night. I'm like, come on. Yeah. Keep walking. And once again, like, really, it was just a weird... Uh, like odd note in the script. All they had to do was change the like the distance from the, the back distance, of, yeah, of the yard to the front of the yard. Because like, I know, like, who's going to do that math? Even if I don't even know, like, even if they just cut the line out, yeah, exactly. I'd be like, yeah, okay, I guess it's that yeah, long. Yeah, exactly. I have, you would have no idea. You have no, and we don't really know exactly how long it was, but it was it was overnight, yeah, and it was before noon because he said he was going to be back at noon, uh, so. It was at least, well, it had to have been longer than 12 hours. So it had to have been like... You think it was 24 hours? Almost 24 hours, yeah. Because he's eating breakfast when he finds them. Mm-hmm. He's eating Cheerios. And he leaves... And you cannot between, eat those after 12? Not, no, that's not possible. Disgusting. This is a You'd Disney movie. It would be inappropriate. <laughs> what is this, Caligula's Court? <laughs> so, okay. Uh, it also, I mean, I feel like it volleyed between really panicky and then the... And then really casual between the parents, like, reaction to their kids being missing. Like, yeah. sometimes it felt like they were really concerned their kids were missing. And then other moments they were like, ah, well, the kids are missing. Right. Well, on to the Cheerios. It just, you I was like, eat, what's Damon. the problem? You gotta eat. Well, I just felt like they, they slept at one point. Yeah. They, that was a, sorry, go ahead. I'm trying to think about other things. Like, I don't. I mean, he almost eats his kid in the Cheerios, and he's right. like, "Hey guys, I found you." I'm like, "You almost ate your son." Didn't that have like a weird moment? <laughs> yeah, the dog bit your leg. That's right. The he didn't. Yeah, there there was a the setup of the movie is that you know they're having marriage issues because right he's kind of been a loser and been like focused on this project and he's letting you know the house go to shambles and he's not helping her out and she's trying to start i guess start a new career it seems like uh, it's kind of implied with uh, as, uh-huh. as a real estate agent and so she's slept over at her mom, mom's house at, mm-hmm. at uh, his mother-in-law's house and so th- that's sort of a weird dynamic that i mean not that it's couldn't have been interesting but it, it's kind of a more of a a side note that was almost distracting. Yeah, it was seemed to underbake to like it was. Yeah, like, I feel like you've already got your drama by having the children be missing, and then like yeah, when they get unshrunk, which we'll get to in a second. But when when they get unshrunk at the end, unshrunk, unload, tramped. Um, the the first thing the daughter asks that Amy asks is like, "Are you and Dad okay?" And I was like, "Yeah." Let's like, talk about your scorpion attack first little, before we move on to marital yeah, issues. It's a little unearned at that point. Yeah. But, uh, okay, but I, I want to get your back to your is is your would you say the oatmeal cream pie is the worst blown up just because of the? I agree. I mean, that. as an adult, I would say it's the grossest. Yeah, because they just chow down on. Also, them. I will say though the big. I, I mean, I think this was a conscious choice, but at one point the sprinkler set also accidentally goes on. Another yeah. little set piece. They're like, oh, fuck, we can just have them running through grass the entire time. Yeah. Um, but the water that falls down is disgusting. It's yeah, not like it's, clear. It's not pure water. It's something viscous they added, probably to make it look bigger and yeah. more, you know, dangerous. You got surface tension at that when you're that small. Oh, of course. Yeah, ants can like you know sit on water because of it, you know, like or not ants, but like bugs that like, no, skid you're on right. Water, you know, you're absolutely right. But it was disgusting. The yeah, whole sp- sprinkler se- sequence was gross. Yeah, and the water created by it was gross. Um, but I remember as a kid also being grossed out by that. Yeah, because I remember liking the uh, oatmeal cream pie, and then agreed. Like now as an adult, I'm kind of like kids and also like it's probably like not even the best cookie it's like probably gummy because it's just been sitting out in the sun yeah um but i mean that is probably the best part of the movie is the sort of playground appeal of the i mean actually building a physical set of like giant blades of grass oh yeah and giant props that's still i mean it's absolutely like really cool and that i think really appealed to me as a kid i was like wow right when I used to think about that even before the movie, you know, mm-hmm. when you're a little kid, you're like, what would it be like to be an ant, you know? Wow. I was really high when yeah. I was little. Classic stone uh, kid. Elmer's glue. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember 
being a kid and people saying, oh man, Huff and Glue, gotta stay away from it. I'm like, and I was like just imagining Elmer's Glue. Yeah, like, and I was like, this just uh, kind of smells. Is it okay to hand me this? <laughs> uh, we got the best line at the end of the movie. I have to hit this highlight, which is, I guess only by default, uh, the neighbor, what's his name? The Max Headroom guy. Uh, yeah. Uh, Big Russ, the uh, Matt Fuhr, Fru- Matt Frewer. I guess he would be my MVP only because he has the best line and the be- a couple of be- good moments. He's generally not that likable of a character. I mean, he does kind of like... He's supposed could, to be a dick. I mean, yeah, he is kind you, of a dick. If you call it that, he does have some character growth. I mean, it's shallow, but he does come around, and at the end, he cares about his kids, and he wants Yeah, to he's be probably happy. the most well-developed character. He has, like, an yeah. actual growth and, like, a believable growth as right. well, as yeah. opposed to, like, the Zelensky's marriage issues that are sort of like, what was the problem? I guess, I mean, I even had to just, like, fill in the blanks right. because I felt like, I was like, is the problem that he works too much? Like, he mentions that at one point. I'm like, I guess that was the issue. It was yeah. just... But yeah, I, I would agree. He's the MVP of the movie, and then he. But he's no Catherine. He's not getting a Catherine O'Hara. No, he's award. not getting the award. But I'll give him. I'll give him the MVP. Just the he gets the like. Here's your pennant. You're just, right. Like, stick this. He's on. in the running, maybe. But I, I mean, well, he's not going to win. Um, so it's like when Brian Cranston was up for an Oscar, like we appreciate your effort, but you're not going <laughs> to win this year. Um, so the kids are trying to tell. Uh, <laughs> Wayne Zelensky that they, he needed the baseball. The baseball, you know, is what kind of was the secret sauce that made the shrimp right. The laser work. went through the baseball and it kept the laser from overheating and blowing things up. Right. And so they're trying to tell him, but you know they're very small, so they can't they can't tell him and they're or, uh, they can't express it. And so they start doing uh, start acting out charades. baseball. Yeah, charades and. And then, and especially uh, when you've got four people, like <laughs> acting out baseball is fairly easy, right? Yeah. So and they do a good job of it, but everyone's like, one's pitching, one's pretending to bat, one's catching, one's calling balls and strike like an umpire. And then, uh, <laughs> but it was like that scene in Beetlejuice where he was like trying to get Winona Ryder to say his name. Yeah. So he does orange juice, and she's like, orange uh, drink, uh, breakfast, and's like, yeah. come on. And then uh, the neighbor wife uh, May says. Uh, sounds like, <laughs> and then he goes, it's semaphore, May, which is, <laughs> that's pretty excellent. solid. That's a very good joke. I like that. Um, and the way he says it so dismissively too. Yeah. Which is really funny. He was a very good mansplainer. And then when he, uh, later he volunteers to be, they need to test the new Ray with the, uh, shrink Ray with the baseball in it. And for some reason they don't Try to blow up the couch that's already been shrunk. Or try and blow up fruit that they've been blowing up this entire time. And so they, they try it on him, this first ever experiment of this new thing that's been blowing things up. Mm-hmm. They try it on him. This is how science works. And uh, You immediately go from <laughs> testing on fruit to testing on humans. It goes, yeah, it goes uh, rats, monkeys, fruit, people. I think that's <laughs> couch. After that couch. couch. Yeah. And so he gets shrunk and then blown back up. It, it does work, obviously. And But when and, he gets back to the normal size, his hat is just a little bit too big. Right. Which is that was pretty charming. Was like, I will say, when they shrink him, I'm like, okay, well, they know it must work in some way because the kids got shrunk. But when they unshrink him, that's I'm like, literally that's, never we're been in uncharted territory. <laughs> this is virgin forest here, and you're just shooting lasers left, right, and center. Oh, and then we have to hit on what... <laughs> What made me really mad after I saw, thought about it for a second because you pointed it out. So at the end of the movie, they're all like having a good time at at Thanksgiving or <laughs> Christmas or whatever, and uh, the two families have reconciled. They're getting yeah. along. They're Matt Furr goes Zelensky, and you think he's mad for a minute, but then he puts out his hand for a handshake. Yeah, yeah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Your favorite moment, the Predator special. <laughs> Um, and so then it cuts to them at, is it Christmas or, or I don't know if it's supposed to be a specific holiday, but it doesn't matter. They, they have a enormous Turkey that's clearly been blown up by the, by the machine. And then you go, it's already a Turkey. (laughs) And then I got really mad because I was like, yeah, the whole point is turkeys feed multiple people. That's why you are big birds. That's why you only make turkeys at big holidays. (laughs) It was infuriating, you're right. Yeah. This movie just doesn't hold up because of that turkey nonsense. It was, you know, it's a it's a throwaway joke, but it did frustrate me. Um, what was your favorite? I mean, what were your high points, low points? What were your favorite bigified objects? I think, you know, I, I, I did love the uh, um, 
the Lego is always, you know, something that you recognize. You know, I and- still will look at a, uh, a three by two Lego. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, see the two holes on the back end. And I'm like, you can sleep in those. I'd like to cuddle with my neighbor <laughs> in that. Right. Exactly. Rusty. Big little Russ. Hey, 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 Cat sound. Rare. Rare. Um, Raya, Raya, Raya liked, Perlman. <laughs> no, I, I agree that the the water was the viscous water was a little weird, but the the sort of water sequence is always interesting because you you know water like sprinkler hitting you as a as a normal sized person is such an innocuous thing, but then at that level it just kind of it's just interesting to think about how potentially devastating like a drop of water falling right on exactly that's fair. Um, so it was kind of interesting. Uh, that's fair, honey. I shrunk the yeah. Good job, guys. Not a good job. Um, I don't know. Oh, we also watched. We should. We should mention that we watched Tummy Trouble. Tummy Trouble was the Roger Rabbit short that went in front of this. Um, and I mean, I, I really didn't think that this would movie would have come out in 1989 because 1988 would have been the year that Tummy Trouble came out. So they would have had to like turn right around and produce a full Roger animated Rabbit, short. Mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it did. Yeah, you didn't seem to like Tummy Trouble. No, but I do like Tummy Trouble because I mean it's, I mean it's stupid, but I yeah. mean it's supposed to be prolonged stupidity, right? Yeah, uh, and I mean as an animation nerd, it's really good animation. What makes it just because of the the kind of crazy sequence of events that? I mean, it's absolutely. I mean, bonkers, bonkers. I mean, yeah. it's supposed to be like a Tommy Tom and Jerry cartoon, right. Yeah, like on steroids, and that's what I like about it is that it's moving at a very breakneck pace and their animation is like really on point. Like everything is, it doesn't seem like they rush through anything, at least for, from my eyes. I don't know. I just like those characters. And then it just feels, it has that feel animation wise of a 1940s cartoon. Right. Which Um, I also never didn't really like. So understandable. (laughs) Um, but I'm also a huge Roger Rabbit nerd as well. So I probably was the factor that made me go see Honey, I Shrunk the Kids in the first well, place. And the thing I liked about Roger Rabbit that, and, and, I, and I do need to watch it. I definitely haven't seen it. Like as I know that's like a regular thing for you to watch. That's right. <laughs> but for me, uh, would you I, like me to reenact it right I now? I probably haven't seen it since it originally came out. Maybe like a couple times pieces of it on cable or something. Yeah. Um, and the thing I liked about that movie though, was like the, the like pulling that character out of that sort of, and this is just like his, his wheelhouse, you know, right, exactly. the silly cartoon. And so what I did like about this short was the end where they kind of cut and then the baby It's the character. end of the cartoon. Yeah, They're yeah. on set. They're kind of on set, which is kind of nice. Uh, just something different, you know, than what you'd see in a Bugs Bunny cartoon or whatever. But You're absolutely right. You can find that on YouTube, at least right now you can. Until it's taken down. Don't tell. Oh, no. Don't tell anyone. Um, let's see. What else? Is there anything we missed that you wanted to, to cover? I mean, I know you really... I mean, it wasn't a very funny movie. Not a lot of laughs. Um, but I feel like it was really going for a more science... Well, no, I do think it was trying to be funny. I don't want to give it too yeah. much of a, a pass on that. There were very bad attempts at humor. And I feel like not all the kids in the movie were very good for having to be on their own... For most of the movie, like if they were with, you know, Rick Moranis or someone like that, but Rick Moranis and Matt Frewer and the other two adult actors are all sort of kept in their region of the movie and the kids yeah. in their own region of the movie. So that's rare that you hire this person, Rick Moranis, who is a comedic actor, but he's not really, he's sort of being a panicked dad. So he rarely yeah. has a chance to really be all that funny. He only has a and, couple of beats. Of, right. Yeah. And then the kids, who are not necessarily comedic actors, are the ones sort of holding the movie up. Right. Um, and they get some sort of lame... They bicker a lot, and the the bickering is kind of lame. Yeah, it doesn't... There's not a ton of, like, kind of acting chemistry with them. I mean, yeah. like, it could have... I guess it could have been a lot worse, you mm-hmm. know? Like, with kid acting, it can go downhill really They quick. weren't, like, bad actors, necessarily, yeah. but... It did come off like, oh, this is kind of just a special effects movie. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't a, they didn't have to do a whole lot. And what they did, it was kind of like, eh. You didn't like yeah. feel a lot of connection to the characters, I don't think. Right. I mean, I guess the closest thing was. I felt the, close to that ant. Yeah, you felt more, you, you, you did. You feel more sympathy for the ant than And there's 64 died. billion of those things. Yeah. Um, just I guess, find another fucking ant. I guess you're kind of rooting for the, the, the Scorpio. Russ and Amy to. <laughs> get together and then get murdered by a scorpion. <laughs> no, I mean, that was, I mean, 
I will say one thing. I mean, I don't think this is on purpose of the movie, but that did feel like a real, um, I said, why did I say religious? It seemed like a very realistic teenage love story. Like, Oh, we're kind of near to each other in proximity. I guess we're going to make out now. Like we are the two most attractive people here and we are not related to each other. Did you see that aunt? Wow, you're right. Did you see the thorax on that thing? <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Um, Did those six legs go all the way up? Just to your abdomen then? Oh, okay. just they all connect oh, there. Yeah, okay, yeah. oh, yeah, that I makes sense, it. actually. I now that I, yeah, That's what that you. part of your thank you. body is I for. see your pincers. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's just sort of like all of a sudden they're kissing, and they kind of seemed... It wasn't like, oh, wow, they really were meant to be together. It was like, you just sort of went through a traumatic thing, and yeah, yeah of course you're going to do it. That is sort of teen love, though, is that... But I don't I'm, feel like it was a writing's, like, a writing choice. It was just sort of, yeah. like, lazy writing that accidentally became realistic. Right. <laughs> Fair. Uh, what do you think? Do you want to do the verdict? What do you think? <sighs> yeah, I'm going to say your inner child was an idiot. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say not an idiot, only because it's, it's worth watching for the set, for, like, the sort of giant sets. Now... I guess so. I agree that it, like... But this not, movie is not good. No, it's not. It's not good. And it just sort of hops. It seems like, oh, we got to get to that cigarette, get to this part, get to that part. We got to get yeah. to a Lego. We got to get a cream pie, a giant Tyrannosaurus, Tyrannosaurus Rex toy that's for some reason in the thing, a badly framed key that you and I both had to go, what was what that? that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it seemed like the prop master was having a great time and no one else. Well, I think people were probably having a good time, but it wasn't a good movie. I feel like I'm going to... Uh, Regret saying this, but I almost wish they would remake this with like a better script. I did think about that several times. Like, like keep these sets, yeah, get new everything else. Because the, the the premise is so simple, mm-hmm. and it's but it, it's interesting, right? I mean, like I feel like most of us were like, "What would it be like if that Lego was giant?" You know, <laughs> <laughs> but, and I was Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> wait, that, wait, what? Into a worse Jerry Seinfeld. Hey, uh, man. I'm Andrew Dice Clay over here. Doing- oh, so what was that like? Oh, it was so big. Wow. Little known fact, he it's like cannot he's here. form consonants. It's like he's here in the room. <laughs> the original title of Seinfeld was, it's like uh, Mavis. Hey, Mavis. Uh, I got a lot of cars. That's my, that Jer- your impression that's my Jay of, Leno. Of David Letterman making fun of Jay Leno? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because I remember like once... Once that spell was broken during the Conan debacle, like yeah. David Letterman's like, you want to fucking talk about Jay Leno? I'd be happy to talk about <laughs> yeah. Jay Leno. And then he was like, I mean, you got Jay Leno over there. And I remember him once going, he's like, hey, Mavis, uh, what's with all these cars? And I'm like, oh my God, he hates him. It's so delicious. Uh Anyway, uh, not that in this day and age we need to like Just wish. talking about 10-year-old entertainment news. We need to wish for more remakes, but at the same time I kind of would, wouldn't mind seeing that if they did it well. It is. I mean, this is actually probably the second time I've watched two movies recently where I was like, this could use a remake. What was the other one? The other one was I was watching, I made Tyler sit through They Live. Have you ever seen They Live? No. That is... It's got Rowdy Roddy Piper in it. Oh, is that I'm here to this, chew bubblegum and exactly. And it's like this really interesting premise executed with a what the fuck are you guys doing <laughs> mentality. <laughs> and Tyler was just like, what's going on? I'm like, it's just look, it's talking about Reaganomics and income inequality. And he's like, this guy's just punching his best friend trying to make him wear sunglasses. I'm like, it's also about that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's a ridiculous movie. It's very, I mean, you know that feeling of watching like those old, I mean, sort of like Predator, where there's like a one-liner after everything. Yeah. It's like, why would you be making jokes right now? Right. The premise of this movie is that he finds out that all the rich people in America are aliens that are running our world to keep us compliant. But he's like constantly making these weird one-liners. I'm like, we need to remake this movie. I really think we could nail this if you really give us a chance. And same thing with Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I thought about several times. I was like, we could probably do this. If we do, if we make a promise that we'll stick to like actual sets that we really build, I think we could do this. We could do it. We could write some some good characters in there. And uh, yeah, we could do it. 
Um, what do you think, everybody? Email us at yourinnerchildisnitty at gmail.com. Judd Apatow could do it. It could be two and a half hours long. They could just do all improv. It would be great. Whoa. <sighs> just cut some of it out. Now, Judd Apatow, in your movies, you make jokes, and yet, <laughs> and yet uh, some of them are not funny, and yet you leave them in the movie. Now, Judd Apatow, I'm so happy you're here. Um, you know how your third act tends to go on for another hour? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I really like about the movies. I always think to myself, oh, remember when you know that Seth Rogen and Katherine Heigl are going to get back together, but you still have Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd go to Vegas for another 20 minutes oh, yeah. high on mushrooms and just making the audience really resent the fact that they're still seated in the theater? <laughs> Wow. That's funny. I feel like you had some frustrations to It's really annoying. About that movie. Every time I'm like in a Judd Apatow movie, I'm like, I don't know why I get so angry. And then about like the two hour mark, I'm like, oh yeah, this is it. <laughs> this part where I know what the final beats of this plot are, but you're still making me go through this extra plot point you added right at the end. Come on. Anyway, uh, tell us about your Judd Apatow <laughs> thoughts. Uh, <laughs> Your inner child is an idiot at gmail.com. Also, we got our 50th episode coming up. Uh, we don't know what we're going to do for it yet, but uh, we email need us. something big. Email us about it. Tell but us. Not too big because I've got a busy. Tell schedule. us your memories. Tell us things that you want us to cover. Tell us things that you've loved and hated about the podcast so far. Mostly love. Mostly. Don't, yeah, let's not just Damon's, attack. Damon's people. really sensitive. Yeah, so. I can't take it. Um, we want to thank our Patreon, uh, patrons. We want to thank our patrons at patreon.com slash your inner child is an idiot. We want to thank Dan McIntyre, Ghost in the Burbs, Amy Parman, Joshua Nicholson, and Jonathan Day, and uh, the rest. Um, thank you guys so much. You're and the us. rest? I mean, what? Well, they're ones that didn't pay for their names. Ah, to okay. Be, uh, I was like, I mean, I thought the whole point was we were supposed to say their names. And the rest. Professor Marianne, you are welcome here too. Well, I don't want to see, I don't want to assume that people that, you know, didn't pay for it. Want their names right? I just want to read people. Maybe they're names. private people. Yeah, maybe they don't want their names right. Maybe That's they gave four dollars for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you can support us over at Your Travels Nidia at Patreon. Nope. You're switch it. <laughs> switch <laughs> it. Ah! So you can support us over at patreoncom slash Travels Nidia. You know what uh, I like about URLs? They're just easy to convey in audio form. Hyper text transfer protocol colon slash slash. Now, those are front slashes or back slashes? Forward slash, forward slash? I think it's a forward slash. Um, Although, if you ever get it wrong to a techie person, they're like, web. it's leaning back. It's a backslash. I'm like, I mean, you could sort of view that either back way. Back is not a direction. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, you it's can also find like us me. all Hold that. on. I just oh, want to get this out. <laughs> when you're screwing something in with a screwdriver, and they're like, lefty-loosey, righty-tighty. I'm like, it's a circle. Depending on where I look on the circle, I'm going right or left. Yeah. Well, that's a little less. No, I think it... Every time they're like, should I look at the top of the circle or the bottom of the circle? Because it's a different direction. They're like, lefty. Plus, if you're going backwards with a trailer, you know, you use the bottom of the steering wheel. Mm -hmm. So if you want your trailer to go to the left, you turn on the steering wheel to the left, which is actually turning the whole wheel to the right. Think about it. Physics. That's what this movie's about. Thank you for taking that lesson home. You can find <laughs> us on all the uh, social media. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, what do you? What does that mean? That was for Instagram. Oh, yeah. We are Waving technically on Instagram. You can definitely uh, show your support that way. Our Instagram manager has really dropped the ball uh, for the last year. Yeah. And yeah. For the last year and existence. I think, Kevin, we're going to talk after the show. I think the planes, the trains, and automobile picture is still up there. <laughs> um, we'd love to hear from you, so uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Goodbye. Get out. <laughs> Lawsuit. Settle out of court. Sued. 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 Thank you. Sued. Sued. Sued.